putting funds into commercial real estate allows diversification from traditional paper assets. Thus, it reduces your overall portfolio volatility and makes it more resilient. Welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. If you're paying attention, you know that you only make money when you work. It might be great money, but it's dependent on you. The information on this podcast will help you solve that. We interview experts and provide analysis into financial freedom through commercial real estate. Why? To help physicians like you thrive. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Surgeon Syndicate. This is your host, Dr. Michael McManus. And today we're going to be talking about why should we invest in real estate when the lowest risk asset or government treasuries, when the rates are getting better? I mean, now you can get about 5% on treasuries. And so looking at this safety comparison and what I'm sharing with you, I'm going to give full credit here. This comes mostly from a LinkedIn post from Logan Freeman, who's a commercial real estate broker in Kansas City. Um, awesome guy with some awesome advice here. So in this post, he's talking about, why should I invest now in real estate when risk-free returns are so high? And the idea here is that U.S. Treasuries have been considered the lowest risk asset for many years now. And why should you put money at risk in real estate when you can get 5% there? So really, this is kind of digging in a little deeper to the true potential of commercial real estate. So first of all, tangible assets. Unlike treasuries, commercial real estate is a physical asset and you can invest in it in a way that you actually own a part of that ground and that building. Unlike a stock where maybe you don't own the building or a security, you actually have ownership stake in this real property that can appreciate over time. Now that appreciation isn't always steady in the deals we look at. We're not just looking at appreciation. That's what you call speculation, buying something that you expect to be worth more down the road, where an investment is you're buying something that creates money for you. So the second one is passive income. Commercial real estate offers a chance to earn rental income. And unlike fixed returns like treasuries, these well-managed properties can deliver increasing yield over time, especially in growing markets or with the value-add strategy. The idea there is when you buy a treasury, you know you're going to get your 5%. That's true. But if you're investing in the right properties, those properties at the time of investment and purchase can give you 5%. But by improving the property and improving the management, you can push those returns higher over time. Third, tax benefits. The world of commercial real estate is laden with numerous tax advantages, including depreciation, mortgage interest reduction, and capital gain strategies. These all further improve your returns by decreasing your tax rate or decreasing the taxes you pay on those assets. Number four is appreciation potential. So while treasuries give you those fixed returns, a well-located and well-managed property can appreciate in value over time, and this can give you substantial gains. So again, as we were talking about, this isn't the sole thing. If you're investing in real estate, just expecting the price to go up, if it's not doing anything to create cash flow along the way, that's speculation. 
But if you're investing in an apartment building that people pay rent, in an industrial or retail building that people pay rent, or you're investing in farmland that somebody farms and pays rent or does a share crop with you, that's an investment versus just speculation about it getting better. Or five, diversification. Putting funds into commercial real estate allows diversification from traditional paper assets. We've talked about this a lot. Thus, it reduces your overall portfolio volatility and makes it more resilient. Recently, we did a show talking about this, that it's not just real estate you can invest in because you can see things go up and down over time. Multifamily had a great run. Are we at the end of it? I don't know. But if the only thing you're investing in in real estate is multifamily and apartment buildings get overbuilt, we're going to see rents get squeezed as some buildings that were built on variable mortgages, those guys are getting squeezed. But if the issue is just in multifamily, but you've also got some stuff in retail or industrial or land, you're not going to see the same volatility through your whole portfolio. Number six is control. You have more direct control over your investments. If you own it yourself, you've really got direct control. If you're investing with somebody else, you're looking for somebody that they have control and somebody that you trust and you've seen their track record. The things that they have control over selecting the tenants, even having the right tenant can make a building better because somebody else wants to rent to them next door because they bring customers and bring traffic flow whether they decide to redo the parking lot and make it better or whether they decide not to because it's good enough and that's going to decrease your returns. These are all part of the decisions that are made that can affect that and give you some control over time where treasuries don't give you that. Once you're in it, you're in it. It's all the same. Number seven, last of all, is leverage. The ability to leverage real estate investments because with real estate, you can borrow capital and use that to increase the returns. It can be a powerful tool that's not readily available with treasuries. Now, how you leverage is part of the risk involved. And that was as I, we were just talking about that when interest rates were super low and multifamily was super competitive, there were people just trying to squeeze some returns out we're doing variable rate loans, which was able to decrease the interest rate and improve the returns. And a lot of them are getting caught on the wrong side of that. Now, the ones who did longer term loans maybe didn't see the same returns, but they saw better returns than if they had bought the property with all cash. Because if you buy a million dollar property and you put 200,000 down, you're seeing the returns of a million dollar property with only 200,000 now, you put a million down, you get the same return, but you got a lot more of your money tied up. So treasuries do have their place in investors portfolio and probably in every portfolio. So there's something there that's trickling along. It's giving predictable returns. If you're in retirement and you've got good savings and you're just looking for cash flow and you don't have a lot of expenses and securities will get you there it's probably still one of the safest places to put your money. But understanding some of these nuances will help you think about really, where do I want to put my money? How do I want to diversify? What kind of returns am I going to get? And until you look at commercial real estate, 
the options are really limited. The returns are limited. And so I encourage you, this is a wonderful place to build wealth, to move your retirement plans forward, to change your life and your ability to have more control over where your financial future goes. If you have questions about this, I'd love to talk to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, send me a message, um, set up a call. We can talk. This is one of my favorite things to do is kind of opening people's eyes to the opportunity here let their money do a little bit more for them. So thanks for joining me today. I uh, appreciate you being here and I hope this has added some value. Come back for our next episode. This has been an episode of Surgeon Syndicate. If you found value in this episode, no other surgeons are hungry to become job optional. You can help them by sharing this content today. I also want to serve you better. So I want to offer you two things. Number one, I'll be able to give you the content in an even better way if you can take a moment and leave an honest review of the show explaining what you like and what you don't. And number two, if you are a surgeon and serious about this, you don't want to do this on your own because you don't want to make mistakes with your money. I'd be happy to help. Schedule a call. We can make a plan. I'm looking forward to having you with me on the next episode.